the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello. Thank you for tuning in. This is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International. And you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Days of glory are here. Praise God. So when we're talking, as I discussed last week, when we talk about days of glory are ahead of us, what does it mean? Well, I look it up. Glory means honor or splendor, glory. It also means the presence of God manifested. Dignity, reverence. Glory also means abundance, riches, prosperity. It can also be fame. And glory of God means manifested power and might that produces supernatural or miraculous results. In Isaiah 23, verse 9, it says, I'm reading from NIV. The Lord Almighty planned it to bring low the pride of all glory and to humble all who are renowned on the earth. It is the plan of God to humble those that are proud and arrogant because of their fame, because of their riches, because of their influence, right? And he's going to bring them low. He's going to humble them. And in Isaiah chapter 6 verse 3 says, They were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of His glory. This is a prophetic body of Christ. If the whole earth is full of God's glory, it means to say the whole earth is full of the presence of God, the splendor of God, the honor of God, the abundance or riches or prosperity of our God or the power of our God. This is our end time eschatology, body of Christ. This is a good thing. It is focused on the Lord Jesus Christ. Now that we know the meaning of glory, Isaiah chapter 6 verse 3 takes us deeper and richer. It gives us a new meaning for all of us, the body of Christ. The whole earth is full of the glory of God. This is a prophetic announcement and is going to manifest. The whole earth is full of the presence of God. The whole earth is full of riches or abundance of God and honor of God. So this is our eschatology. Okay. So Proverbs 25 verse 2 says it is the glory of God. It is the honor of God. 
It is the splendor of God to conceal a matter. And then to search out a matter is the glory or the honor, the abundance or the fame of kings. So you understand the meaning of glory. And then you read the scripture, Isaiah 6.3, Isaiah 23.9, Proverbs 25.2. And you will understand how wonderful and how glorious the days are ahead. So glory means honor also. Exodus 14.4, it says, I will harden the Pharaoh's heart and he will pursue them. But I will gain glory for myself through Pharaoh and all his army, and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. This is also in Exodus chapter 14, verses 17 and 18. So it says that God prophesied or told Moses that he will harden the Pharaoh's heart, and with that he will gain glory for himself. So what is happening on the face of the earth? When Jesus told us, let the wicked continue to do wicked things, but let the holy continue to be holy and let the righteous continue to do righteous things, he will gain glory from all of this. Keep that in mind, okay? He is still on the throne and he is sovereign. Glory also means the presence of God. Exodus chapter 16, verse 7, And in the morning you will see the glory of the Lord, because he has heard your grumbling against him. Exodus 16.10, while Aaron was speaking to the whole Israelites community, they looked towards the desert and there was the glory of the Lord appearing in the cloud. Exodus 24.16, and the glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai. For six days, the cloud covered the mountain and on the seventh day, the Lord called to Moses from within the cloud. So God is going to call you from within the cloud. Pay attention. Exodus 33, verse 22, this is God talking to Moses. When my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft in the rock and cover you with my hand until I pass by. Psalm 149, 9, that is the glory of the body of Christ. Psalm 149, 9, to carry out the sentence written against them. This is the glory of all his saints. It means to say this is the honor or the splendor of the saints of the Most High God. Glory also means riches or prosperity and abundance. Psalm 145 verse 11, They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might. Matthew chapter 16 verse 27, For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what he has done. The Son of Man, meaning Jesus, is going to come in his father's honor, in his father's fame, in his father's abundance, in his father's power and might with the angels. John chapter 2 verse 11. This is the first of his miraculous signs Jesus performed at Cana in Galilee. He thus revealed his glory and his disciples put their faith in him. When the days of glory are here, body of Christ, the American people will put their trust or faith in our Lord Jesus Christ through the saints. So keep this in mind. Jesus is also the Lord of glory. This is in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 8. So it means to say that 
God is the Lord of abundance, honor, riches, power, and might. Remember, he said, all power and authority in heaven and on earth have been given to me by Father God. So days of glory are here. Days of miracles are here. Get excited. Don't look and focus on the bad news that is happening all around us. Those are not for you and I. And just to encourage you, for the past few days, I received many praise reports, answered prayers, deliverance, and financial breakthroughs. Example, there was a young man, 26 years old, who was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer. That was a few weeks ago. The prayer team prayed for him, and we continued to cover him with prayer. Well, last week, the doctor confirmed that he is now free from cancer. The second one, the husband of one of the core team, got stricken with throat cancer. This week, he told us that the doctor gave him a clean bill of health. The cancer was what? The cancer was gone, body of Christ. And we have been receiving praise reports from the business sector of financial breakthroughs and expansions of business and new ideas and new concepts. Days of glory are here, my dear brothers and sisters. Are you ready to receive your miracle today? Listen to what God is saying to the church. And as you believe, as you receive and obey, manifestations will start coming in your life. Only believe and follow the instruction. Focus on our Lord Jesus Christ. So let me address you. For you who are sick, the Lord still has a need of you. In the name of Jesus, you shall not die, but you will live. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I bind the spirit of death and I loosen forth life upon your people. Lord, I thank you for healing my brothers and sisters who are afflicted of cancer, tuberculosis, diabetes, glaucoma, blindness, and all kinds of sickness and disease. Thank you, Lord. I come against hepatitis. All kinds and all forms of stomach and liver diseases in Jesus' name. Receive your healing, body of Christ. Jesus, the great physician, is here and making a house call in your area. Welcome him. Look upon him, his prescription. Believe him. Forgive and ask for forgiveness. Then give him glory. Those are his prescription. Only believe. And Father, I also thank you for our loved ones who will be delivered from drugs, all forms and all kinds of addictions. And at the sound of my voice, thank you, Father, that those who are listening to this broadcast will also be delivered from all kinds of sickness and disease and addictions and be convicted of their sins and get saved. I thank you for reconciliations of families and marriages. I come against adultery. I thank you, Holy Father, for the manifestation of God-ordained relationship in Jesus' name. It is the plan and the heart of God that we walk in divine health, that we walk in victory, in prosperity, in harmony. God takes glory from our praise reports, from our testimonies, because we live for Him. And for those of you who are financing the preaching of the gospel of good news and in financing discipleship training, expansion is coming your way. 
and now will manifest on corporations and businesses and families that obey and believe God. This blessing is now filtering through upon your children and children's children. Amen? Ask the Holy Spirit to teach you and to pray for God to increase your capacity to receive and believe. Focus on Him. Our gospel that we preach is the gospel of good news. Days of glory are here. Now let me address uh, something else. Another issue. Since the days of glory are here, I want you to listen and to meditate to what I'm about to share with you so that for those of you that need to turn around, for those of you that need to, to hold on and not be discouraged, and for those of you that need to make corrections, because days of glory are here, and God wants you to be partakers of the divine calling of the riches and the glory that is about ready to cover the earth. In December 2009, as I was preparing for our December 31st conference, I already shared this with you in previous broadcasts, but I have to repeat myself so that some of you will get it today. You're going to get it today in Jesus' name. So I was preparing for the December 31st conference, and God revealed his plan for this ministry and even told me that he is sending more people in this ministry for them to get trained and who will work side by side with me to further the kingdom. At that time, I was fighting discouragement because I was questioning myself whether I'm really making a difference, whether I'm really effective in discipling his people. But I caught myself and I started meditating on how Jesus started with 12 disciples and then they increased in number to hundreds. And when Jesus started taking them to a deeper preaching, that unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you don't have any part of me, hundreds of them left except the 12. And he had to start all over again. So I was encouraging myself by meditating on this. And I got encouraged and I start praising God and I start listening and I focused on the conference. Then God asked me and said, Christina, don't you want to have people who will endure and persevere with you, who will stand with you in good times as well as bad, who will never give up? And I said, yes, Lord, of course I do. So it's not my will, but your will. And I yield to that. Afterwards, the Lord spoke to me about the role of this ministry for the end times, about the United States and about the future and how he is going to deal with his people, especially his spiritual leaders, the hearts and the direction of the spiritual leaders. He then gave me Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 30 and 31. Let me read first from New King James Version. Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 30 and 31. An astonishing and horrible things has been committed in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely, and the priests rule by their own power, and my people love to have it so. But what will you do in the end? Let me repeat it again in NIV version this time. Jeremiah chapter 5, verses 30 and 31. A horrible and shocking thing has happened in the land. The prophets prophesy lies, the priests rule by their own authority, and my people love it this way. But what will you do in the end? In Romans chapter 14 verse 12 says, Each of us, meaning you also and I, 
will give an account of himself to God. So I shared this prophecy since 2009, even this year, because it's still happening, but now we're seeing a silver lining. We're seeing hope that it get to a lot of his people. The prophets prophesy lies. How do they prophesy lies, body of Christ? If their focus is not on Jesus Christ and his plan and purpose, it is a false prophecy. Okay? So the prophets prophesy lies. It means to say, they're prophesying, it may be true, but it's not Christ-centered. It may be anti-Christ-centered, it may be Armageddon-centered, it may be raptured-centered, but it's not Jesus Christ-centered. It's still a false prophecy. Keep that in mind. The testimony of our Lord Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. That is in Revelation chapter 19, verse 10. Then the horrible and shocking thing that happened, the prophets prophesy lies. It means to say they are not speaking for Jesus and their focus is not to bring God's people to Jesus or to bring glory to his name. The second tier is the priests rule by their own authority. It means to say that they're teaching but no power. Okay? And some of them are self-appointed. And the most shocking thing of all that really shocked me is when Jeremiah, chapter 5, verse 31 said, And my people, the people of God, love it. Love the status quo of that way. That the prophets will prophesy lies to them, and the priests are self-appointed ministers, and the people love it that way. But here's the question. But what will you do in the end? As a Christian, we will face Jesus and as spiritual leaders like me. We will give an account to our Lord Jesus Christ, and I will not be able to offer excuses to him. You will not be there for me. The Freedom Fellowship Church congregation and the Partners of Sons of God International will not be there for me. My husband will not be there for me, nor my children. Just me and Jesus, and Jesus questioning me, and me answering him. I must stand before the Lord of glory and I will have to give an account to all the opportunities he opened for me, the revelation and the instruction. And so are you. One of the questions that you and I must answer is this. Did you obey what I commanded you to do? What did Jesus commanded you and I to do? to preach the gospel to all creatures, go to all nations, and then make disciples. Jesus will ask you and I, did you honor me the way you lived your life? Did you honor me by loving your spouse, your children, and my people? Did you glorify me in your workplace, in your business? And for those prophets who prophesy lies and the spiritual leaders who rule by their own authority, Jesus will ask you and I, why did you focus on my enemy instead of my son? Did I not tell you that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy? 
Why did you take away from him? I want you to think about this, but of Christ. Meditate on this. Keep on asking yourself. Keep on reading Jeremiah 5.30 and 31. Because today, we are a day closer to that day when we face and stand before our Lord Jesus Christ. This is the reason why, personally, in spite of many attacks, in spite of the many stumbling blocks and negative words that some Christians had been putting in my path as a leader, I continue to focus on my assignment from the Lord because I know He has my back. Many people tried to shut me out because I'm a woman. And when God called me in the front lines, I am sure he was aware that I am a woman. Just like Jesus, when he took Susanna and Mary Magdalene with him in his uh, ministry, I'm sure Jesus was aware that Mary Magdalene used to be a prostitute and she was demon-possessed. I'm pretty sure Jesus was aware of that. But he took her with him anyway. I'm one of those women who loves bling bling shoes, lots of them and clothes. But that did not stop Jesus from calling me to the front lines. And it didn't stop Jesus. He did not hesitate to send me to different parts of the world. So I keep on focusing on my assignment All of us will answer to the Lord one day sooner and we will also answer to him why we put a stumbling block on others who wants to follow him. Keep that in mind. Keep in mind that those who are not against us are with us. Let us focus on the great harvest, shall we? Let us introduce Jesus for who he is. He is a merciful and a loving and a very exciting God. So let us not put a stumbling block for those who wanted to go to the front lines, for those who wanted to focus on the Great Commission. They have chosen a noble task and a noble position. If God sends them, let them be. I'd rather that they want to preach the gospel instead of being our enemies or the enemies of the gospel. So those that are not against us are with us. So let us not limit each other. Allow God to be sovereign and be the Lord of all of us, okay? If God chooses uh, somebody, an old person or a woman or a man or a young person to use in his kingdom, let him, okay? He is Lord. In Hebrews thirteen seventeen, it encouraged Christians to obey leaders and submit to their authority because leaders will give an account to the Lord. And we need to be wary of that. So when God gave me Jeremiah 5, 30 and 31 in December 2009, I knew what to do. I must continue to focus on my task to bring Jesus Christ front and center in the prophetic and disciple leaders, including and all of those that are in the political arena, sports, arts, and entertainment. In other words, in every sector of society, we must disciple God's people. So, my dear brothers and sisters, let us focus on the task ahead. God is a sovereign God, and let us not limit Him, and let us not limit His people. He is the boss, and 
have the final authority over all. Do not get influenced by false prophets of our days and even self-appointed leaders. In these days, days of glory, Jesus will make sure that signs and wonders will follow them that believe, those who focus on him. God is taking us to the next level in the prophetic. I will be holding a prophetic school on November 14 and 15. And prayerfully consider to attend this school, okay? It will cost you $30 per person. And we'll also have a lunch break. So it will be at 8419 Callahan Road of IH10. So mark your calendar, November 14 through 15. Seating is limited. You must register as soon as possible. Then start preparing for the prophetic gathering of the saints on December 31st. The cost will be $60 per person, which include your meal, and it will be a formal attire. It will be held at the Embassy Suites on IH10, about five minutes from the facility. So you must register soon. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. AM 630 KSLR. For more information on Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church, go to the program guide at kslr.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.